We're continuing our daily Bible reading in Leviticus chapter 5, which is really a, a continuation of what we read about in chapter 4. In chapter 4, we're reminded that there is a price for sin, there's a price, uh, there's a price for forgiveness, and God's uh, bringing that to them as he, uh, and, and that sinning is something that separates them from God. It, it hurts other people. Uh, it hurts their relationship with God. It draws us closer and closer to uh, slipping into evil, listening to Satan, and not doing God's will, and therefore doing a selfish will, our own will, um, which uh, which separates us from uh, from God. So he brings up a number of different sins at the beginning of chapter 5, uh, but the bottom line is, verse 4, when he realizes his guilt in any of these, um, he confesses the sins that he has committed. That's the importance of us confessing sin, too. In fact, it's so important to us in our worship life is that's how we start up most every worship service. It starts out with a confession of sins. It's admitting to God um, that I, a, a poor sinful being, uh, sinful human being, confess my sins of thought, word, and deed, which I have done, as well as things that I have uh, left undone. Um, and that's important for us. It it reminds us again that we're all on a common ground, and none of us better than another one, um, that God is gracious and merciful to us. Um, and even though I promised to God, and I should, uh, that God, I'm, I'm going to try not to do this again. I know I'm going to fall into it again. And I know, God, I need you for forgiveness. I need you in that in that relationship all the time. And that's a good place for us to be. It keeps our egos from, uh, from getting so inflated that I don't think I need God. Um, it humbles us before one another in that when others sin against me, I go, you know what? I sin against you too. And, and that keeps us in, in a humble, right position of who we are as human beings. And it also keeps us in a position on, on marveling at and continuing to praise God for his grace and love and his mercy in the forgiveness that he does give to us. We don't, we don't earn that. We don't deserve that. We deserve something uh, much, much worse. And yet God is willing to give that to us. Notice in verse 7 onward that um, that God is mindful of the fact that some of them can can afford a greater, more expensive kind of offering. Others can't. Um, that tells me something about the proportion and uh, uh, the way that we give our gifts. Um, that's why you can't compare what one person gives to what another person gives. Because we've each been blessed differently from God. But our, but our thanks and our offerings ought to be in proportion to the way that God has blessed us. That's really the best uh, the best way to do it. And notice at the end of verse 10, uh, then the priest again shall make atonement for him for the sin um, and uh, uh, bridge that gap between God and man, and then the sin is forgiven. And again, the sacrifices that we offer are not to try to manipulate God, not to try to get something out of God, but it's to remind us of something that, that God wants to give us anyway, that he won for us in Christ, but can't be ours until we're willing to repent and admit that we need it, that we need that forgiveness, that we can't win this on our own, um, and and that God has offered that to us as a free gift through uh, through Jesus Christ. Then um, in verse seventeen, the laws for guilt offerings. Um, uh, notice he says in verse seventeen, doing any of the things that by the Lord's commandments ought not to be done. So it reminds us again of the commandments of God. And again, the commandments of God, the Ten Commandments, are there for our good. They're to they're to show us how to be at peace with God and how to be at peace with one another. Uh, in heaven, we'll keep those commandments perfectly. That's why it's going to have perfect peace. On earth, we don't, and that's what causes all the strife and heartache and hardship in this uh, in this world. Um, and then he says, then realize his guilt and he shall bear his iniquity. In other words, each one of us realizing our own guilt, not pointing the finger at someone else, 
uh, because there's always three pointing back at us, and we're sinful as well. Um, we want to warn other people about their sin and warn about how that might be taking them away from God, um, but that which is not judging. Um, but uh, but we also don't want to, and but we want to do it humbly, realizing that we can fall prey to the same thing we have already, and we do it out of love for that person that their relationship with God might be restored. So some of the same stuff, but a few new things in there too uh, that we learn again in this wonderful book of Leviticus um, that helps us understand better and better why Christ had to die and what his death on the cross brought for us and what what his resurrection, the fact that he defeated Satan, unlike any of those other animals that were sacrificed, they didn't live again. Jesus defeats death and Satan and sin and and, uh, uh, the devil's power over us. And thanks be to God for that gift.